Hi, I'm Steve Mathis, and this is the Pulp MX Classic Commentary. I'm here with Jeff Emig. Fro, thanks for doing this. My pleasure. It's nice to take a trip down memory lane yeah, at yeah. times like this. I know you haven't you haven't really seen this race too much, so um, <laughs> nobody ever talks about it. <laughs> uh, and we're at Palatial Fox offices, so we want to thank Fox for donating the conference room here. Yeah. But uh, 96 St. Louis. Uh, what do you remember? MC just on a roll all year. You frustratingly not quite able to beat him. Was it the earrings? Did you need two earrings? Yeah, I've, I've never pierced an ear, but. Uh, <laughs> It, the one thing about this St. Louis event here, uh, and uh, the riders still talk about it, is just uh, how awesome the dirt is, and, and it really allows for some, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, for the aggressive riding. Um, it gets, yeah, it's the yeah. I don't know if it's the exact same soil, but it certainly was taken from the same place. Yeah. Uh, first, we're going to watch the 125 main here for Sean. Uh, second year defending. Chad Watson there working on uh, yeah. Pichon's bike. Uh, Muffin there working on Dowd's bike. Yeah, still guys around still today. Uh, and Dowdy was pretty much Pichon's only competition this year in this 125 class. But Mitch came up on top, of course, as usual. Yeah, he's had a pretty good run. There's no doubt about it. I, I like all of the uh, all of the day glow yellow and uh, all the bright stuff there. And the, the one thing about watching uh, a race like this from '96 uh, for me is uh, just how dated the bikes and everything seem. Yeah. I mean, it's been a good, what, 14, 15 years now. Yeah, yeah, I know, exactly. What, uh, I mean, Pashan was a PC guy um, back then. And, uh, well, actually, here comes the start right here. And uh, gate drops. Pashan, what do you remember of him when he rode? Did you ride with him a lot at Cali Track? Was he a weird, reclusive kind of guy? Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, recall ever really getting along that well with him. Uh-huh. Got some guys down here, yeah. Eskenazi. 58, was that uh, Deegan? No? Uh, I'm not sure. And then more guys down there. And uh, up front we have uh, Brandes, followed by Whitnope. Pashan's down with, I think, Rusty Holland. Nope. Can't read the jersey there. But he was yelling at him. Do you see that? He was yeah. yelling at <laughs> Well, definitely not uh, the way that you want to start any main event. No. And uh, K-Dub. Uh, well, actually, I guess I said Dowd was his only competition. Clearly, K-Dub... Uh, was in the mix, but for some reason, I believe Pichon won this year, 96, so they must have had a good battle. Yeah, but what was interesting is when you looked at the uh, starting lineup is that uh, Wyndham, uh, I believe it, he had like a third or fourth in his heat, so mm -hmm. his gate pick wasn't that good, and then also Dowd, uh, if I remember correctly, looking at the starting lineup, he was, uh, you know, had to go through the LCQ. Right. Um, so. There's Corey Keeney. I worked for him later on this year, PJ1 Yamaha team. Uh, he didn't like me. I didn't paint his frame for one weekend. And I said, well, when you go 17-17, maybe I don't have time to paint your frame. And That's I was right. fired the next race. Well, you're too busy putting levers and bars <laughs> and putting new plastic on the thing from getting roosted. So. Yeah, true story. Fired and, me. Yeah, and he's uh, followed by. Is that Deegan, 25? Uh, Keeney. Yeah, that might be. Dob yeah. is 19. Uh, after that, I'm losing track, but. Well, it's hard to remember. I mean, I back know. then, you know, uh, the numbers, uh, they weren't the permanent system. Yeah. And, you know, the numbers change each year, unless you were McGrath, and then you just ran the number one in Supercross <laughs> well, the two. whole time. Well, you had so. two a few times. Yeah, well, uh, I, I worked, my, worked my way up to it. There's <laughs> yeah. no doubt about it. Yeah, you did. No, no, no doubt about it. Um, and uh, I really like the look of that PJ1 bike, yellow and black. I like that one. But yeah, it, it had a great look to it, and it certainly was, uh, you know, a strong influence with the with the PJ One Oil Company. So that yeah. was that was big for an oil company um, uh, 
um, you know, to step up and do that. But also, too, another funny thing is I have some of this gear at home, and uh, dude, you guys, full cotton and with the iron-ons and logos. They oh, that was close. Oh. Look at that. Who is 147? That would be... 47. 47. I think it's Nathan Ramsey. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Bailey just told us it was Ramsey. And uh, Ramsey had uh, had uh, started a friendship with Buddy Antonez back in around 94, 95. Uh-huh. And, uh, and he was... He, he charged so hard back in the days there. I mean, I guess that kind of defined his career, actually. Um, you know, this type of riding style, but... Mm-hmm. And he certainly. Uh, there he goes, double double to hold that down the whole straightaway. Yeah. Like and then a single at the end. I'm not sure <laughs> if the guys would be doing that now in the Yeah, and the finish line jump was about 10 feet long. <laughs> then oh, also. Good eye on the Ramsey thing. I forgot about that. 47. Mm. Um, you can see the dirt though. It just looks good. Roofs coming out. You know what I mean? Like uh, good lines being formed. Yeah, and the. Yeah, you know, when you talk about the soil here at St. Louis, what's cool is that it changes, and so. Um, I know for myself, I always really preferred, uh, you know, having mm-hmm. the track kind of change and you have to change up your lines and all that. This as th- as Ramsey just works it there <laughs> on that replay. This was a hometown race for you? Did you Kind of. Kind of? Yeah, I grew up, I mean, just right down the road, like four hours away. Did you feel pressure? Was it different or no? I mean, was Well, it? this was our, our uh, first time in uh, St. Louis. Oh, was it? it was, it was oh. our f- first time um, b- uh, back into the Midwest. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, okay. I think the last... Supercross in the Midwest was uh, 82 at uh, Kansas City. Oh, so this was a special moment for more yeah. than one for you. Yeah. Um, I, it's not like I uh, – I mean, I'd been in uh, SoCal for so long. It's not like I had a lot of, um, you know, family and friends there. I did have a little bit, but not like I had a, uh, you know, a big yeah. group or anything, but certainly a lot of uh, support. Later on this year, I believe Dob uh, would get a factory bike. Somebody got hurt. And they gave him a factory bike for a few races. I thought he was on a factory Suzuki right now. Was he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. This is the year that he uh, won Red Bud. Won the first moto at Red Bud, yeah. And then he said on this podium that he can't. He doesn't think this he has anything it. left for the second moto. And he was right. <laughs> so. What was Dob like? Did you get a, Were you buddies with him at all? Yeah, still yeah. am. Yeah, still I talk him. to Dob almost every day. So. Yeah, because he's a Fox guy, right? Or... Uh, Where's Fox? He is, yeah. Yeah, like always running Fox. I might be a sponsor. Okay. Right. <laughs> no, but, uh, um, you know, he does work with uh, Monster and WMG and all, right. and all that sort of stuff. And actually, James Dobb just uh, competed in the Six Days Trials really? at the uh, Scottish uh, Six Days, his first uh, trials event ever. Yeah, last week. I think he's still sore. It's been you like know, two weeks. <laughs> you know what's funny was when I worked at KTM, Langston didn't like him. They had a heated rivalry in Europe. And I only heard one side of it. And I expected Dobb to be kind of a dick when I met him later on. But he was a really nice guy. Yeah. Still says hi to me. And I always thought to yeah. myself, Langston really, I mean, because, you know, they were competitors. They were hey, banging bars. I was thinking about it yesterday. I've probably said and done so many stupid things back <laughs> in the days, especially back in these days. And I try to reflect on that when I, when I start to get uh, critical of riders mm-hmm. uh, nowadays and critical of their actions and critical of their words. Right. And I try to put myself in that position and yeah. say, okay, what was I like at that time right. in, my, you know, in yeah. my career? And, um, you know, you're outspoken. You, you, you're just you're trying to take what the other guy has. It's just the nature of the business, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. So. But on the, on the same time, for you, you have to sort of be uh, 
cognizant of that because your job is to be a little critical. Well, you're supposed like, to be, yeah. yeah. Like, but you, know. you do the best that you can while you're there. Yeah. And what's interesting here is we're watching Kevin Windham just totally wheelie away from everybody mm-hmm. is, I mean, this was 96. Okay, yep. he's still. <laughs> wheeling away from Yeah, and at the, uh, and at the um, um, you know, Supercross awards ceremony, he gets up there and has the, you know, the acceptance speech of the night. Yeah. And it's just great to see uh, a rider like him who's come so far, and he's, he's uh, you know, a veteran, and he, he knows what it's all about. He, mm-hmm. you know, he appreciates it all. He cherishes every time that he gets to ride on the bike. And at times, back in the days, you know, you take it all for granted. Yeah, yeah, and it sounds like he's finally realized, like he's not finally realizing, but he's, he knows this. He knows you take it for granted. And now, near the end, oh. look at Ramsey. Not a chance. Dude, of that, when did uh, he become a supercross specialist? Who was that? Was Deegan. that Deegan? That's Deegan. That, that was yeah. Deegan. Deegan. Okay. On a Chaparral Honda, and his teammates wore, rode Yamahas and Suzuki's. They all had different brands. That was that interesting year. Yeah, yeah. they said, we sell everything. We're going to ride everything <laughs> but the uh, Kajiva, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, Ramsey just looks really good. I'm surprised. Uh, Ramsey uh, is an, inter- an interesting uh, rider because he's he's – um, had the ability to win a race at you know at every discipline you mm-hmm. know every level that he entered even even the uh, 250 or what would be um, you know or the 450 Supercross right. now when he won the I think it was Detroit correct uh, Detroit yep. yeah and there's been uh, Rusty Holland down yeah. there's been a number of great riders that have failed to win a Supercross main event mm-hmm. um, and you know Guy Cooper. Yeah. Uh, guys like that. Tim Ferry. Just throwing it out there. Um, Tim Ferry. Do you yeah. know that Nathan is like third all time in 125 Supercross wins? Yeah. Well, like he's gnarly. Well, I mean, yeah, he won He won a lot of main events. There yeah. was a long span there. He was in the 125 class kind of off and on for a while. But, yeah. But, once again, you, you know, he had the ability to win the race. Right. And that's because of his, his drive and his, um, you know, uh, determination. He never was happy with not winning. Mm-hmm. When you were at Yamaha and K-Dub was coming onto the scene, what do you remember from, like, his first year or two? Like, was he just a, a kid and just wide-eyed, and did you help him out at all? Did you talk to him, or was it – did you know he was going to be Kevin Winder? Sure. Yeah? But, but, I mean, nobody can predict the longevity that he's had, but you can see in the way that he corners the motorcycle and his riding style right now is that mm-hmm. he's just naturally gifted. He's got – the right it's like a guy that has the right golf swing from the beginning mm-hmm. which is not me like <laughs> i could practice golf yeah you know 24 7 and probably you know never break 80 mm-hmm. right um but and if you just naturally are naturally gifted that way um you know so you, you saw you were like his kids sure the deal. and that has a lot to do with his uh with the longevity in the sport and him being able to this is what his uh, his first. He rode some races in '94. Yeah. So '95, he rode with us on factory Yamaha. This is '96, and now we're in 2010, and he is at the top level, winning AMA Supercross. So, like, I, you know, talking more about Wyndham, if James and Chad and whoever you want were on the line at Seattle or Salt Lake, I'm still I'm not sure. You know, you can put anybody you want there. He's gonna win. Yeah, that was those that are dominating. Well, he excels in those in those type mm-hmm. of uh, situations, and those are um, that's where a, a natural uh, talent and technique comes into play mm-hmm. in those type of mud races, 
uh, and, and, you know, specifically how he knows how to ride the motorcycle, um, how he uses his legs and, and just, uh, you know, his weight transfer. Right yeah, he's like just he's fluid. So that has a lot to do with it. It's funny, in the background there, I saw a 1-900 Pro Race banner, and you were never calling that number because you were at the races and you knew who won. But I, as a fan, as a kid, would call that number. And then my parents would get very upset. How much that cost you? Oh. And they would, they would draw it out. They'd be like, Jeff Emig from Riverside, California, <laughs> riding a Yamaha was second or whatever, you know. Well, and that just but shows you how much we have progressed. We've I got know. Supercross Live, you know, the three and a half hours. We did that Anaheim, Indy, and Vegas, yeah. right? Or uh, not Indy, I'm sorry, um, Atlanta. Yeah, it's not um, – it's not even the main event. It's everything. You're seeing every race that night. Uninterrupted, yeah. So it's pretty cool that, um, that you know, Feld Motorsports, uh, Speed, you know, CBS, everyone involved, um, that they're starting to, um, or, you know, that, that we're moving forward. I made the comment about the U.S. Nationals uh, coming up, mm -hmm. about that, you know, I think that there's a, um, you know, a progress, uh, I mean, a progression that you have to stay on, that you have to keep moving forward and building little by little to build the series. And I and I think that both of our championships are in are in a good place. I think that they're in good hands, um, that they've got the right people running them. And yeah. and to say, okay, we entertained, uh, you know, a million fans in Supercross this year, uh, and now next year we want two million. Well, that's, that's probably not going to happen, especially not in this economy. Right. But if you see the look of of the actual show inside of the stadium here. You compare this race that we're watching here to uh, 2010, it, it looks awesome. Now. Yeah. You know, yeah, you don't have hay everywhere. And, and yeah, no, absolutely. Um, same thing with the TV broadcast and the pits and the pit party and all that. Yeah, you can see the finish line. It's just a banner. Look at the mechanics area. It's a banner. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, presentation. I, I got some uh, banners stuck in my brake side rear wheel in Indianapolis mm -hmm. in 97. I actually won the main. And it, it was just crazy that there were those banners there that I picked up in the mechanics area, and I didn't get the plastic on my uh, in your you know, on, on the rotor. rotor yeah. yeah, so a little stroke of luck along the way to the Supercross championship, you know. It's crazy that this um, this race has Bashan, Dowd, Wyndham, and Nathan Ramsey is uh, just about handling everybody. Um, Bashan, Dowd went down, but still, um, you know, good race. Look, it's getting so rutted that they weren't even yeah. jumping that. <laughs> Bailey just made a comment, but look how slow they're going, Art. Yeah. <laughs> because I think it's just ruddy. It's just getting. Well, it's rutted. Yeah. You kind of had to had to uh, switch it up. And they're on 125. Like, you had to keep the momentum up. Yeah. If you didn't, you, you were going slow, you know? And yeah. That's, that's for sure. And that was one thing, like, uh, as, a, as a rider, when you ride 125, it's like, guys behind you getting into stuffing matches would just help you pull away even more you know what i mean because you just it's all about momentum it was just all about it yeah here let's call this replay here see look they're both trying to get squared up on a 250f you would have been able to pop that double no problem yeah. out of the turn now so it's night and day difference in the uh, horsepower and torque from what uh, these guys are riding here uh, to what a, a 250f would be and windham's goal and windham's got this thing look at Deegan's still coming in. I didn't know Deegan was known for his late race charges, but he's coming in. I think he just got passed. Oh, yeah, doubled the triple. By Ramsey. So this is uh, one lap to go here for Wyndham. Yeah, it's got to be, right? Yeah, look at him. He's cruising. Yeah. Final lap. There we go. Kevin Wyndham. 
is uh, I still don't know how he helped Deshaun beat him. Maybe he must have had some problem. Or maybe he broke his collarbone. Was that the year he broke his collarbone? You don't know, bro. You're a racer. It was all the days for me. Oh, there's the heel clicker. They love it. Oh, fans uh, still going nuts for that today, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Wyndham's got that front nose wheelie that drives me nuts because of the people that love it. And I'm just like, I guess just keep doing it, K-Dub. But to me, I've seen enough of those. <laughs> yeah. I've seen enough. No, I love the nose wheelie personally. Go for it. I love his transfers and stuff that he's transfers doing now too. Cool. So. Yeah, absolutely. so is this Dobb running second then? I'm not sure. Maybe Dobb charged hard and got second and beat Ramsey. Jeez, K-Dub. <laughs> That's a big lead. Yeah, that is. <laughs> it's just different nowadays. You know, you don't really see riders doing this anymore. No, no. There we go. Look at the banner for the finish line. It's kind of it's not one, straight or tall. The one-hander. Yeah. And I guess Dobb did get second. All right. Somewhere, Nathan got passed, but uh, still a good ride by him. Yeah, it's James Dobb. With Nathan Ramsey making the podium. The, and okay, Ramsey got third. second podium. And uh, I like K-Dub giving the thumbs up to the crowd. The uh, when you were getting ready for oh well, here we a replay of the heel clicker. Bam. That, was, that was a big deal when it came out. That was oh, yeah. huge, right? Mm -hmm. and, and same with the knack knack. The knack knack was big. Like people waited for it. They just waited for it. Well, the thing is, you look back at the early knack knacks, like when uh, McGrath first did him at Anaheim there, and. Uh, ninety three, maybe ninety two, yeah, or ninety three, no, ninety four. Yeah. Like, it, it, it really barely had his leg past the rear fender. Yeah. And then I mean, you've seen the, you know, how far, you know, progressed. It, it progressed. It's pretty awesome. Do you think maybe Fro, you needed a signature move, heel clicker or a neck knack? Did you have one? Did need one? Did not have one. Maybe that was what. Maybe that's why you would need it, Fro, back then. Um, look at look at Wyndham. He's just a baby. Yeah. Yeah, he is. You know, when I was uh, working for, well, I, I know Ferry, when I worked for Timmy, a lot of times he would be watching the 125 main on the while he's packing his gate. Sure. I always wondered, like, why don't, shouldn't you get in the zone and worry, think about your race and really look at the gate? Like, Nick Way never watched the main, really. He just packed his gate, you know, thought about really? the race, got worked up. Yeah. Nah, uh, you got to watch it, especially if there's okay. a big screen because you're watching for lines, watching for where the flow's at. Oh, so you really were. Sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, why right. not? Yeah, and it's entertaining. You wanted to get into the zone. No, no, some I think sort of it, mental zone. No, I think it amps you up, too. <clears throat> oh, okay. All right. Yeah, because, I mean. How young Dob looks, even. <laughs> It's crazy. Although, Dobbs ran the shaved head forever. I guess he maybe lost his hair early or something. I don't know. He, uh, he's had the shaved head for, for a long time. Ever, even when he raced GPs back then, always ran the shaved head. Mm -hmm. Never know what James Dobb looks like with hair. I still don't know. 1990, I think, was... He used to have long hair. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, he, he raced the amateur stuff over here, right? In, didn't he go to World uh, World Championship and stuff, but in the late 80s, he rode uh, some of the Golden Stars. Yeah, over here, yeah. I've seen his name before. In, in so there you go. Pichon had a 35 or 25-point lead. So. Yeah. 20, so K-Dub obviously was coming back from injury. Something happened. Something, yeah. Yeah, because uh, he pretty much dominated this race. He might have dominated the series. I, uh, oh. Okay, somehow this was an east-west round, I guess. Bro, did you know no. that? says west. Yeah, but the other guys were east. Krishan, they everybody was combined for this one. 
This was an east-west round because Dobb and Wyndham were first and second. Right. Maybe, yeah. We did a, a, a few of those back in the days. Yeah. They tended to mix them up, but now they fortunately got it uh, sorted out. That's you now. That's you. You're on the right. What else on the Without the coat and tie. Yeah, yeah. That's true, yeah. And they don't ask you guys to do that? They don't care? They run the speed little thing? You cool with that? Yeah, well, I mean, um, I think that it's more fitting for us to wear what we're wearing. Uh, not because it says speed on it, just because it has a racier look. Um, this is kind of going after like a major league sport type right, of look. Right, right, right. And I, I think that what we're, we're doing works well. We're edgy. Hey, you're going to be working with Bailey this summer. Mm -hmm. uh, just in, uh, I don't know when this is going to make it to the to the internet, but uh, you're going to be working with Bailey. So that should be interesting. Well, I'm going to do some races and Bailey's going to do oh, some. Oh, you guys so aren't. Oh, I thought you were combined. No. No three-man booths? Uh, not at the moment. Okay, all right. So you're not working with Bailey. You're working with Wygant. Yeah, so, I, love sorry, I, I love working with both those guys. We had a good time uh, when we did um, uh, Steel City last year. Mm -hmm. Now, when you were racing, would you record these and come home and watch them? I mean, were you... No. No, never. You never paid much attention? Well, I wanted to, but it seems like back in the days that the air times were so off, you know? Yeah. It's not like... I wasn't really good with the... Uh, <laughs> the VCR timing. With the VCR time. But I, re I remember Marty Reed doing this. I do remember really? him talking about how deep this rut is. That's... Right. That's weird. That's he, he he was such a great guy was to have he? come yeah. interview. Yeah, I really enjoyed uh, really enjoyed you know us, you know, speaking with him uh -huh. when he would come to interview us and get the little nuggets for the race. So, so he, it wasn't he wasn't just there on like assignment. He followed you guys. He knew what was up. Well, he was like, the he was yeah he was the on track. Uh, right. Reporters. So. But you know how some of these guys maybe don't know. They're just there to do a job. Well, but it doesn't matter whether they're following us. I mean, that's their job. You know, it's like Second with gate pick tonight. Ooh, I didn't have the fastest heat. Talk about the gate picks really quick. What you're yeah, talking about. Phil Lawrence right there. He should have had. He should have won the fastest heat. He was on the gas that uh -huh. night. And just couldn't and he, pull through. Yeah, and he made a mistake with two turns to go, and uh, and uh, McGrath got by to win the heat. I remember I was I, I was bummed out because it gave McGrath, uh, um, you know, uh, the first gate pick. And this is strange right here that um, I'm actually I chose to line up on the outside of Jeremy mm -hmm. rather than in the inside because you know historically I always wanted to be to his inside. Yes. I would try to get out of the gate. And just kind of, you know, move over a little bit. You were good on your start, always. Yeah. Everyone knew Fro, Fro was going to get the start or be up Jeremy front. going through his uh, pre-race yeah. routine here. You know, we each had our, um, you know, every rider's kind of got their pre-race thing. And what that does. Uh, Skip's, we're, we're listening to Skip's audio of what he's telling Jeremy. Tells him to get out front early. It's his race if he gets out front. And, and it very well would have been. <laughs> you know? there's, there's j -Ball. Mechanic of the stars. What's the AMA guy doing there? Does he just want to be in camera? Checking to make sure all the lug nuts are on or something. <laughs> um, how frustrated were you at this point in the season? Like, yeah. I mean, MC would won every race. I think that coming into this race, I, I had shed the frustration. And I, w and I think that, no, I mean... It, 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 there yeah. was a there was a couple of races that year that I I the, that I just handed to him, yep. and the thing is that he was always there. You, you know he he didn't have any slip ups, and mm -hmm. um, that's you know you can tell right now. I'm just pretty focused and pretty confident at yeah. this point, and I wasn't really frustrated at this event. It was more. Um, you know, I was more motivated than I was frustrated, yeah. but it wasn't easy. It was a tough season. You knew it was coming. You knew it well, was coming. Well, no, like, because 
not this race, but it wins were coming your way because you were making progress. Still didn't. Still wasn't. <laughs> still wasn't not. convinced. No, not at all. Thirty-second girl, hotter than that. That's for sure. Um, Bailey said he's being impressed with you right now. Uh, the, the That's you guys odd. Hear it, but, uh, I didn't get a lot of compliments from him back in the days, <laughs> and we've actually spoke <laughs> about you? it since yeah. then. Yeah, he's like, hey, I'm calling it like I've seen it. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, you know what? I just did a Bud's Creek one of these with Rich Taylor, and he didn't have a lot of good things to say about you either. In that uh, one. Albert, Albertine lined up way on the outside. Yeah. Bradshaw, he's returned to racing. First full time. Gate drops. Oh, Emmett got a good jump. Look at you. Sneaking around the inside. Dragonbacks. I thought Dragonbacks were fairly new, but apparently not. No, no, we've had those for a while. And then here's my buddy Phil Lawrence, yeah. who was having a great night. Starts second. You got Albertine, Lusk, yep. Button on those. 100, yeah, 24 is uh, Denny. Larry Ward's in there. Um, Phil was on it this year, second at the opening round. Yeah. Privateer Kawasaki. Just See what really McGrath good. did right there off that double instead of hitting the downside of the double? He, like, overjumped the double. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing about uh, whether it was the bike and the setup and all this is that he had the ability to uh, do some really special things like that where it was worth, you know, mm -hmm. a bike link, you know, half a second, second quarter of a yeah. second, where he could really – he was just way more aggressive than everybody else because you can see he, he's already picked up probably five spots from the first turn. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So – uh, yeah, again, talking to Rich Taylor, and he just went on about this bike on, on this thing. He's couldn't stop talking about the 95, 96 CRs. Which, yeah. But MC, still a 93 back here. Still like, smaller engine changes, he said. He did all the testing for the race team, but uh, really good bikes. But, I mean, your Cowie was no slouch either. Though. Well, this is about the time of, of uh, a part of the timeline here. Now, watch what he does right here, how he overjumps this thing. Yeah. See how he didn't hit the downside? It was, it was a little bit smaller that time, but that yeah. it allowed him to, you know, Make close right up on the back of LaRocco, yeah. And uh, LaRocco was hating life this year, uh, not liking the Suzuki at all. Oh, look at Cosm. Yeah, that thing, it wasn't good back then. <laughs> it wasn't good. Um, he said he got really frustrated with uh, with the team and with the bike, and his dad was got into it with Suzuki guys a little bit. It just wasn't a good year. He covered it extensively. But he's still out there charging. I yeah. mean, you know, he had a chance to win this main event, too. He was right in there the whole time. Right, right. Interesting how they focus on you're winning the race, Phil's second, and, but they're focusing on Jeremy. I mean, they're just saying, what can you, you know, can you keep it winning? Can you keep it up? Maybe it's because that Honda logo was on there. <laughs> yeah. That was like the, yeah. the Honda spot that they've you know, purchase. Yeah, uh, yeah. They got a Honda stopwatch later too. Look at MC getting them. Yeah, but look at how even on the 250s here, there's doubles and stuff that you're kind of not really making clean. Yeah. In Supercross now, there's so much flow to the track. Okay, you never come up short like that on anything. Like the, uh, the whether it be the bikes or horsepower. There's Albertine. He's Albertine down. Up. Imagine that. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, that, that that you had to try to even on a 250, which was the premier class bike back then, mm -hmm. you had to make the bike jump to make the distance. Right. Nowadays, you know, a 450, there's there's nothing uh, yeah. that you can't do, and that's some of the criticism from this race in 2010 mm -hmm. with uh, that triple jump where uh, Tedesco yeah. and Villapoto went down. 
is that that was one that was one of the few jumps here lately that you really had to make the bike go. Yeah. Um, I've heard some riders thought that the track in St. Louis was brilliant, and uh, some of the guys that got hurt said it was a pile. Right. So. Yeah. No. Absolutely. You're right about that. They're not used to it. They're not used to having trouble making something. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And as you can see, watching this race, especially here, I mean, we're only four or five laps in. Yeah. The track's gonna deteriorate big time. Yeah. And even this little double out of turn is going to be tough by the end of the main. Yeah, and you're right about that. If you didn't hit your corner perfectly, if you didn't hit everything perfectly, you were you were. Brian you were swink down. down. Oh, swink. Swinkster was, was bad, huh? And that's before the triple. That's an odd place to go down. Swink was good, huh? Like kind yeah, of potential unrealized? Yeah, like well, I mean, he, he, he was strong. He had uh, everything um, going his way. Won a couple of 125 slash lights. Yeah, uh, Supercross title. So, why do you think Phil, like, turned it on this? Didn't do very well the year before. Did all right. Yeah, really turned it on this year, and then the next year he struggled again. Well, he had his own private track. Mm -hmm. We all kind of bought into it to help pay for the thing, but uh, his confidence was high. The bike was obviously good. The '96 mm -hmm. Cowie was a new bike. Um, we made a swing arm change, and it had this um, extended, like, a longer, bigger you know, stronger swing arm. Mm -hmm. uh, th it didn't come uh, production, but if I remember correctly, uh, we got it um, homologated, homologated yep. for uh, Supercross. And that really made this chassis, uh, it made the bike start good, mm -hmm. uh, and it made it way better on the track. So, But uh, uh, a lot like what you were saying about MC with this bike and this 93 yeah. chassis, what he was comfortable with, I was in the beginning stages of that with my Kawasaki, the 96 uh, Cowie. Yep. 96, 97 was basically the same. 98, they made a little bit of a change, and the 98 chassis was brilliant. Right. And Carmichael actually ran the 98 chassis years later. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And on into, uh, what was his 2000, last year's Cowie? Yeah. 2000, 2001. I think 2001 was his last year. Cowie. Yeah, the 99 chassis um, wasn't so good. So uh, in 2000, uh, they went back to the 98 chassis, so a little bit of the wizardry behind, uh, <laughs> you know, what the factory teams do. Yeah, uh, and Damon Huffman told me when he joined the team, the second year he didn't like the bike, and he was struggling with it, and then he found out halfway through the year that you decided a while ago to go with the old stuff, and he didn't know that he could, and he didn't know it was an option, and was like, man, I wish I would have yeah. done that, you know? Like, I can't say that... That, you know that I remember that it yeah. seems like at the time that everything was uh, out in the open that um, yeah yeah no I don't but, think it, but but you know when I was teammates with Huffman and Rhino on Factory Cowie they liked a totally different engine setup than what yeah, I yeah. liked yeah. I totally disagreed with what they were doing <laughs> with the engine right so um, uh, same thing with the chassis you know I could have uh oh Phil's oh. down Bill. gives up second place can't can't help you this night either, bro. <laughs> I know. Um, Let McGrath buy again, man. Right, right. But that's the that's the aura that you know McGrath had is that right. if you were in front of him, uh, you knew that he was back there somewhere, and you knew that you he was coming. He was like a shark, like you're just panicking. Yeah, <laughs> and most of the time he didn't even have to pass you because you'd make a mistake on your own. And like I said, just like Phil does right here, yeah. I made a mistake at least two or three times during this series. Mm -hmm. Uh, to give the win away Just to McGrath, like I thought. Right, you know? right, right. So, um, you know, and I don't want that to come off like I, you know, I don't want that to come off wrong, but what I'm, you know, yeah. when, when you're the rider, you're going, man, okay, I think I've got this one won. Mm -hmm. 
I think it was Indianapolis that year, and if I remember correctly, I fell with just a couple of laps to go uh, with the lead, you know. And so that's why having races like what I was just talking about right. makes actually winning this event makes it, uh, you know, so special to actually nab a win because this season, mm -hmm. LaRocco couldn't win, Phil Lawrence couldn't win, Lusk, you know, yeah. none of us. Craig, any of those. Nobody yeah. had won a race yeah. this season besides McGrath. Yeah. Um, Interesting, too, you know, LaRocco was telling me the other night, like a, a week ago, how he sucked so bad this year. Here he is in second. He's holding off MC, and he's not that far off of you. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, like, that's his standards. Is, I know, right. I mean, his standards are high. He expects to be battling for the win in every race that he was in, and for the most part he was. But, the, you know, his years here, you know, on, you know, on the yellow bike um, weren't so good to him. You know what? You must have made some mistakes somewhere. They must have not shown it because those guys well, caught you. Yeah, these guys yeah. are on it. I mean, I tried. My plan was to ride 15 laps at the same pace, uh -huh. and right now these guys are, are you know are really pouring it on. So. Oh, Jayvon, a little worried. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it. Or is he just counting <laughs> seconds? Well, it was tough. I'm sure that right. he planned on this race being just like every other one, and why it wasn't. I don't know. Right. Um, you know, luck of the draw or just I had some better lines that I was riding. At this point, I was riding really cautious. You know, I was. He's uh, the rock. He tried the inside line. It was tough to make yeah. that double. Yeah. The fans were so behind me at this point, though. Mm -hmm. uh, I, w yeah. I would have to say that that, that was a, a major difference this year was, I mean, you, you know, this race. Yeah. People wanted to see the king. They wanted throne. to see. Yeah, they yeah wanted I mean, to see the underdog. Yeah, I mean, Jeremy was so popular. He had won so many races. This is his fourth year of winning the championship. Right. Look at that. We're only at the halfway point. <laughs> and uh, after a while, um, you just get tired of watching one guy win. But then, what that guy has to do is he has to keep winning, and then eventually he becomes a legend. And now they want to see you win again. But there's, for sure, you go. Th Look at that. I was so squirrely out of that turn. That was horrible. Where well, was I going? You know, it's funny that you bring that point up because, I mean, I remember a time where Kevin Windham wasn't loved. He took all of Suzuki's money. He was a slacker, underachiever. You know, yeah. I'm not saying he was. I'm saying the perception. Yeah. And it's just come around now. Everybody loves the guy, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, he's never changed. He's been the same K-Dub, you know. Yeah. But uh, it's just funny how fans, the fickleness of fans up and down, you know. And nothing changes as far as the personality or the riding style of the rider. Yeah. But uh, this is a good race. I don't remember this race being this good. Like, I thought you kind of oh, yeah. rode out. No, 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 no. Watch what uh, LaRocco does here. He's on it. This is all yeah. three guys stacking up. And so now this is the mental part where it's like, okay, am I going to blow this thing <laughs> and give it to uh, give it to these guys again? Now, you had to hear the cheers behind you. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. You know, exactly, on, right? you know exactly what's <laughs> happening. And you're going, okay, how am I going to make this – race different than before and the best thing to happen to me right now is Larocco pressuring uh, McGrath yeah look at that and not Whoa. letting almost took him down like uh, yeah and you know you talk about the guys uh, being intimidated by by MC some but obviously Larocco no he's not he's intimidated not, yeah. by anybody yeah, yeah, never not, was he's yeah one of the guys that's not uh, not worried about MC in that big number one so now watch this here Larocco just comes in and just is on the gas and actually goes all the way to the bales. Now, if that had been me, yeah. we both would have been laying down. <laughs> or if that had been today, 
people yeah. on the, the under, internet would have a meltdown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that was kind of accepted back then. Like, there was nothing wrong with that pass. No. But some people would get their panties in a Yeah, but this, today. I mean, think about it. You've got a three... Whoa! Uh, um, a three-man battle for the... For the main event win right here, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Rocco comes in on me here hard, too. Oh, yeah. Look at that. And then he, I think he passed me here at the end, yep. And then watch, yeah, I just uh, I squared this up. <laughs> he did, He doesn't double. Oh, nice. Thinking ahead, bro. I like yeah. that. Thinking ahead. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to square this guy. Not the first time I had been passed. <laughs> Not at that point. Not in Supercross. But, see, I was, it, you know, thinking back, I remember just going, okay, um, not letting my heart rate, you know, get out of yeah. control. Going, okay, I need to block the inside. Look at LaRocca. He's yeah. practically on the, yeah. on the bales. I need to keep completing the jumps, and I just need to keep 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 my head, not yeah. make any mistakes here and give this thing away. And it uh, wasn't too many years before this that you were kicking LaRocca in the ribs. <laughs> mm, glad you brought that up. Yeah, that's a – I love that story. I love it. Um, but, so, yeah, basically, I mean, the, the – it's almost well. It's easier to be the chase e, no, the chaser than the chase e right here. You kind of don't know what's going on behind you, you know. And these guys can mark you and see you and acceleration points and braking points. So it's harder to be in the lead in this situation, I think, as a racer. You want to be in the lead, but it's not necessarily easy. Yeah, it certainly isn't. And um, I just kept trying to ride my same lines at mm -hmm. this point. Yeah. And you can see LaRocco's all over the place. He's really charging. By now, he's getting really frustrated because he's got Jeremy behind him. He's got me to the inside. I yeah, mean, right to, there, too, to the front of him. That's yep. blocking every inside line that he tries. Okay. I mean, you can see he's just yeah. all over me right now, just really charging it. Cut him off on the inside, yeah. No, you're right. You are holding the inside. You're right. Well, lines. I was just holding my no, lines, no, yeah. yeah. You're holding your lines. I'm not saying you're But this yeah. next section here is where he was so good. Now, watch what he does right here because he just squirts over over this thing. Oh, takes yeah, off yeah. From the Takes off from the second second, second last. to last, yeah, second last. Instead, of, instead of getting in there and getting that big hop off the mm -hmm. end. And so that was a critical moment right there to uh, to to get the power back on. And you got a lot of hops in that whoops, and he's staying pretty straight. Whoa. Oh, he's so mad right now. I wasn't going to so give mad. him the inside. Yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's the last thing I was going to do, you know. And look at Craig. Craig's right there. Fourth place. Wow. Are you sure he's not lapped? No, no, because they had him up there earlier. They had him up there being at fourth. Um, and, again, you're – you are right. You're staying in the same lines. You've been taking that inside line and that and that berm right there and that straightaway the whole time. And same, you're pulling out of that rut early. So you're right. You are keeping the same the same lines. And Larocco's just he's just fuming. Wow, that was Mike Craig back yeah. there. That's crazy. Honda of Troy. See, I tried to down. I tried to drive it right back into the inside. Mm -hmm. Yep. And um, you know, Larocco and I we always race that way. He, he knew that I was going to try to hold the line and I wasn't going to give it up. And, yeah. and I knew that he was going to try to take it no matter what. So, see, I wanted to hit this inside and, and double this thing right out of the turn. Yep. Now we get into a little bit of lappers here. And uh, now the pressure's on. Now I definitely know that Jeremy <laughs> is, you know, is behind me. Yeah. And for uh, probably, what, 40 40 races or something, yeah. he's always came out on top. Right. You know? Oh, a mistake by MC there. Now, you had, uh, at this point, you only had one win in Vegas? I had one. 
He had one Vegas in 95. Yeah, and that was it. Okay. The so night the lights went out, yeah. Right. So, this so it was, really uh, was uh, a main event win, you know, with an asterisk, uh, you know, yeah. uh, next to it. So yeah. this would be the first real uh, legit race. And the reason that it was legit is because Jeremy was the champion. And so mm -hmm. if he wasn't in the race, um, you didn't beat the best guy. Yeah, yeah. And as well, too, uh, it's not like he's uh, he crashed and, and pulled off or something. He's on you. I think it's great. You know, you've got three different manufacturers, three different teams. I mean, the fans were just on their feet, just loving it. Yeah. The track's gone away. It was really difficult. Yeah. yeah you and can I'm see. riding my same lines right now. I can see that I just kept watching where I was going, and I didn't switch anything up. I knew that right there I wanted to be inside, and then I found an outside line to exit. The way outside, yeah. So I could, you know, not open up the inside going in. You know, and then and, not drag and still your tangle, make the double, like yeah. Make a double coming out, and it's you know it's funny too. Uh, everyone has made a lot of mistakes except for you. I haven't seen you really make too many. There, I just moved out one line, stayed, and then cut back to the left to miss the ruts. Okay, so instead of going those two inside lines in the first turn, yeah. I made a new line to, that wasn't so rough to make sure that I get through there clean, and and looked at that section right there. I gained uh, two or three bike lanes. Yep. You know, and. Uh, I'm sure MC, if you had asked him back then, who the, if he had to lose, who the one guy he didn't want to lose to, it would be you. <laughs> I, he, he didn't want to lose to anyone. You know, that was, that was the thing is that he was so motivated and just uh, so confident that, um, and, you know, he said after this race that it was a relief, but, you know, lo looking back on it now, it, it, you know, being so close to winning um, every race of the season, you know, um, it's yeah. got to be frustrating that he didn't actually accomplish that but i tell you what i mean to to have all the race wins like he did and and this win streak was i mean it was something else and and it, it i'll be honest with you it sucked to be um one of the riders that was trying to trying to stop his win streak and right. and just it, you know up to this point you just just couldn't do it um and you know he told me his biggest regret in his career is pulling off at uh washugo 96 nationals uh, hurt his ankle at Millville, and he was like tenth or eighth, and he pulled off, and, and basically gave you a bunch of points. One of his biggest regrets. Like so, he he may have said back then that it was relief, but he looks at these things now, and it, you know, looking back at history, he's like, man, I could have won that title. I could have won this race. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's true though. I mean, uh, one thing that's one thing that's cool about this, and I, I as as frustrating as it was at times. Um, I'm fortunate that I got to race Supercross uh, and battle against the winningest rider of all time. Yeah. And I may only have seven main event wins, um, but they came at a, a really tough time to win. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, um, so it's it's special, you know. Yeah, I mean, no, absolutely. Something that I'm really proud of. What do you remember about this last lap? Remember getting the flag and being like, I remember Lord. having a little bit of breathing room here yeah. and just, just, I, see, I kept exiting my turns and cutting back. It mm -hmm. just wasn't good. But I just had this little bit right now. See that right there? Like, that was bad. I drug my foot a little bit, yeah, yeah. got in the wrong line. And this is when, look at all the fans on their feet, you know. Yeah. You're so close. And it really came down to this section here. And I remember Phil Lawrence made a mistake in the heat and 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 gave up the heat win. Right. So right here, I got right my here. line. I know exactly what I want to do. There's no way that he's going to get to the inside. Yeah. Yeah, you're going inside to and inside. This was a surreal moment right here. This was, this was it. Double hander. 
Yeah, that was a big deal, man. Like, just beating the king. He was, he was a man, you know? Did he say good job to you right there? Or was it somebody else? Or you were... Wow, Art Ekman just called it legitimate. <laughs> first legitimate win. There's Phil right there. Look, everybody's happy, dude. <laughs> even, even Mike Craig, Phil Lawrence, yeah. everybody giving me the high five because everybody knew just how special that was yeah. uh, to, to stop the win streak. A yeah. guy is uh, just a couple of races shy of winning every race in, in the season. And after this, I didn't even care what happened afterwards. Was I, this <laughs> this was near the end. Was it second last race, third last race? You I believe it was second to last. Second last race. Okay, so there was one more left. It's 100, probably a $100,000 night for you right there. Mm, at least 50. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was a good race. It was, was a better race than I remember. Yeah. It was, it was pretty tight. Yeah. And Craig was right there even. And uh, and Marty Reed interviewing you. 14 races, and uh, and you pull it off. This was the 14th, correct? Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially when you're out front, you kind of get a little, you know, like a little soggy, I think. But, you know, but Laraco and, you know, and Jeremy, you know, they gave me a good That's cool. That's a cool memory for you. That 56 second uh, lap in the heat race was I was so so horrible on the mic back then. Yeah, I stuttered so bad. It was just by then, <laughs> by here, you were better than you were on the yeah. Yamaha days. You know, I think. Like everybody's just happy for you. <laughs> you beat them. And you know, so I tried to keep in my head, you know, and. And I just tried riding a great race, you know, with Kawasaki and Bridgestone. They put together a package that's just awesome, you know. I've been getting those hole shots, and that's all important on a, you know, you on a track like this. Okay, Jeff, congratulations. Uh, yeah. Still Thanking all your sponsors. Yeah, Kawasaki and Bridgestone. But that was the thing, too, is that, okay, let's don't. All season, we had just focused on McGrath, McGrath, McGrath. Mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, let's don't worry about him anymore. Right, you know, right, let's, yeah. let's, let's just focus on ourselves. Yeah. You know, I can't. Jeff rode a great race. I can't take anything away from him. Uh, I think LaRocco may have blew my momentum a little bit towards the middle, right towards the end when I passed for second he kind of slammed me real hard. Nah, it's cool. he did, yeah you know it's cool he gives you he's not making any excuses sure. not. yeah well, it's good it means now it's good to see all over again um yeah you know uh, I mean what's that saying can't win them all <laughs> well I'll tell you what 13 in a row guys it may be what's he doing there I wonder uh, it's, my arm was pumped up maybe he's still king of the hill well I mean that was that was a tough race it, yeah. it looks slow but back then I mean yeah. we were hauling oh, no, ass no. you know I mean I, I mean that's there. the thing yeah. you look at those old races and and the, the tracks have gotten easier not easier more flow and the bikes have gotten more better. more flow yeah and the bikes have gotten better to the point where uh, I didn't see Rhino in that race I guess maybe it was hurt or something wasn't there third in the, third in the points but I think he might have been hurt by that time yeah. of the season. That's cool. No, that, that's a, that's a great uh, a great memory for you. Great race, and uh, I mean, I remember where I was when I heard that you won it. Even like to this day, like yeah. it was a. And I was pretty know. tight with Phil back then too, and and I remember just looking at him like, dude, you won it? Are you kidding me? You know, wait he had a great ride too. So. Party at the Inland Empire Club. Wait, <laughs> why are we wait until tomorrow night? <laughs> We're going to go out yeah, tonight. Yeah, look at that. Pointing to Jay Bone and those guys. I mean, it was on. That was a big moment. And was and this Roy Turner or Sternstrom? This was, uh, this was Bruce Sternstrom by this Sternstrom. time. Okay. Yeah. 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 But, um, oh, no, wait. No, no, no. Was wait. It? This still was Roy Turner. Okay. Uh, All right. Um, Roy left in 97, in January of 97. Okay. So, yeah. So, it was uh, good for Roy. He's been there for the whole time. And then. That was a big win. I really enjoyed riding with this team and all of the team members that we had, mm -hmm. um, working with everyone on the crew. It was awesome. Right, yeah. 
And yeah, Phil's Phil's probably as happy as you are, you know, for, for well, maybe not quite, but he's uh, he's excited. Well, Jeff Emig, uh, thank you for doing the uh, Pulp MX Classic Commentary 96 St. Louis, man. I appreciate you taking the time. My pleasure. What a great uh, trip down memory lane. Yeah, we'll have to do another one of these. Maybe another. We'll pick out another win out of the, <laughs> out of the, out of the memory books. All right. Thanks.